It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Everyone on the internet is possessed. The world is weird. We will investigate unexplained phenomena. It's a bit convenient, isn't it? There's something happening in the world that is evil. God is here. And the devil is too. What the hell? What happened? Religion. Evil. New season June 12th. Then season one and two now exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. It's the last stand. And here is your host, Brian Custer. That's right. It is the last day, and we bring you the biggest names in the sport. I'm Brian Custer, and joining us on this show today, when you talk about the lightweight division, there are a number of people who believe this young man is the future at 135. He's known as the ghost. He's unbeaten. Frank Martin joins us here on the What's last going day. On? Hey, how you doing, Frank? I'm good. I'm good. How you doing? Great, great, man. Good to have you finally on the show. Hey, listen, uh, June 18th in Houston, you're back in action. You're facing Ricardo Nunez. Tell me what should we expect when you get in the ring with him? Fireworks. You know, fireworks. He he bring a lot of power. I bring a lot of power. So, uh, you know, hopefully we get a we get a nice knockout this fight. I like it. Um, what, what do you think of victory? against Nunez does for you in your career? Um, it's definitely going, you know, take take my career to another level, you know, fighting a guy uh, like Nunez. So, uh, you know, getting the job done and getting it done in a good fashion would be, be good for me. Especially a lot of people have been wanting to see me fight again. So people like knockouts, you know. Yeah, yeah, so. you're a... The great uh, late Emmanuel Stewart always said, knockout sell. You're right about that. Um, where would you say you are in your development right now, Frank? Development, I feel like I'm uh, developing well. You know, I feel like I'm ready for all the top guys. You know, after this fight right here, they might as well go ahead and give me a seat at the table with them. You know, so I feel like the development good. You know, I got the best trainer in the business, so, you know, everything good yeah and i'm happy you said it because you fight in let's be honest one of the best divisions in boxing uh at 135 mm -hmm. i mean you got tank davis 
uh, there. You got Cambosis. You got Devin Haney, Ryan Garcia, uh, Vasily Lomachenko. Do you believe at this point right now Frank Martin is ready to take on one of those guys? Yeah. You know, just, just given the opportunity to showcase who I am as a fighter and my skills, um, yeah, I think I'm ready for those guys. And, and tell me why. I just, I got everything. You know, I, I feel like I got the power, the IQ, the training. The only thing people could say is the experience or whatever. But I even feel like with the experience, I feel like I'm ahead of, ahead of the curve. You know, I feel like I'm ahead of the curve. And what did you what what did you think when you saw let's say the Tank Davis uh, Roly Romero fight? Tank Tank he waited for that shot. He seen he see probably seen it when Roly was coming in on him a couple of times. He probably seen it. He just didn't have the timing down on it. And when he had when he got that, he landed that shot perfect. He ran. Um, listen, you 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 mentioned it. You train, you fight under Errol Spence's man down promotions. How? You trained with Derrick James. How did all that come about? Uh, just had to sit. I had uh, been to the gym a few times before I even started training with Derrick. And uh, we actually had a – me, Derrick, and my cousin Jalen had a sit-down or whatever. And I just kind of told him, you know, what my goals was and what I wanted to accomplish. And uh, if he would train me. And Derrick was just like, yeah, you know. So you just got to you just gotta come in and, and work, basically. You know, improve yourself. So. That's what I did, and we've been we've been just going ever since. Wow! Uh, and how many fights had you had at that point? Uh, ten. Okay, yeah, ten. Um, listen, Derek James, now the trainer of the undisputed champion in Jermel Charlo, the unified champion in Errol Spence Jr., who needs only one more belt to become undisputed. I would say, considering the Ugas fight. The Castaño fight, he's already wrapped up trainer of the year. But that's my opinion. In your opinion, what makes him such a great trainer? Just like he can he can explain, he can tell you to do something, and he can explain it to you on why to do it, when to do it, or like, you know, like he just make it easy for you. You know, he a lot of trainers will tell you to do something, and they can explain to you why or when, you know, he break it down to you and make you understand it. So, you know, like, you actually know why I'm doing this. In your opinion, and listen, I know you're going to be biased, but do you believe Derrick James is the best trainer in boxing? Yeah. And, and listen, there's Eddie Reynoso. It's, there's a lot, a number of guys who will say, hey, wait, wait, wait. You tell me why Derrick James best trainer in boxing. He just, I feel like he a teacher. You know, he a teacher, and he, and he helped the fighters that he do train. You know, he helped us understand that you know understand the game and make it easy on us you know a lot of times when i'm fighting now i'm not fighting off of just my natural ability you know i'm fighting off of you know like iq now you know it's everything's easier i'm seeing everything before it even happened and that's just the way we train on the mitts and a lot of people may look at the the training style on the mitts because it ain't like super like flashy but it's, it's real technical it's a lot of stuff that we work in and those in that mid work, you know, that people don't see, you know, but we know what's going on and the things that we work in. So that's that's a great point. And because I've been in your camp before with with Errol and seeing you guys work, that point 
is so important because, you know, a lot of people just see all the flashy stuff on the mitts and they're looking at the camera and, and doing all this. Whereas you guys are boom, he's real tap here, here, here. And like you said, it may not look as flashy as the others, but there is a meaning to what you guys are doing. And Derek does that all the time with all of his fighters this scene. Yep. Good point here. Um, I think in, in your training there, because you train alongside Errol Spence, what has that done? Um, for you, and how has that enhanced your your career? Uh, it's just like training with E. It just it's like all right, you got to step it up. You know, you got to step it up. You got you got the you got Errol Spence in the gym every day. You know, outside of months before he even fight, he ain't here working. You know, so it's like you trying to get there. So you got to stay in the gym. You got to stay at it. Um, because he working. So it just. I feel like I feed off of that. You know, I feed off of EJ, Derek, you know, because Derek in the gym every day too. You know, so just seeing those guys in the gym, being where they at, and then just them being in the gym as much as they're in the gym is just like, you got to stand there too if you're trying to get there. You know, everyone in the world wants to see Errol, Smith, uh, Errol Spence Jr. and Bud Crawford fight. Um, mm -hmm. Listen, you train alongside of him. You tell me why Errol Spence Jr. will win that fight. He just, he just pressure, you know, his, his pressure, his, uh, he consistent in everything you do. Like he, he consistent with his punch output, with, with everything, you know, his offense to defense, he balanced, you know, uh, really, really like people ain't gonna say, oh, he, he, uh, he, he lacked defense or he lacked offense, you know, like, I feel like he just got, he got the, he got everything, you know, people may be like, oh, Terrence is faster or this and that. He's more you know, athletic. Uh, he's a finisher. You know, I hear all that. They are all, it, but is, he's more athletic. He's a finisher. That's not Spence. The thing is like, he got Spence got, EJ got something for all of that. You know, he got something for all that. Just his, is the way he trained, his mentality. He has something for all of that. I love it. I love it. Um, talk about uh, you here. Um, when we talk about the lightweight division, um, it, it, what is your goal at 135? I'm, I'm, I'm trying to follow behind, my, behind the team. I'm trying to be undisputed. You know, so so – God willing, you know, with hard work and, and and all of that, you know, I could become undisputed. Uh, I love it. I love it. Um, Frank, for people who come on the show, we allow people to send questions through social media. We got a number of them, so I'll, be, I'll get right to them. Uh, this one comes from Lex on Twitter. He says, you're fighting Nunez. He's got 23 wins, 21 knockouts. How are you preparing for his punching power? Real tight, real, real tight on defense, you know, uh, watching out for those big shots that he throw. I'm uh, used to, I feel like, I feel like I'm used to punchers, so. Uh, Chuck from Twitter asks, has the success of Errol Spence inspired and motivated you? Yeah, absolutely. It keep me going. It keep me going. Has it, uh, has it surprised you at all? The way he's come back from the accident and the way he's looked since coming back? Yeah. 
it actually actually it did surprise me like not not that he came back from it but just like how he came back from it you know just like I feel like he came back looking different than he did even before you know he came back looking like stronger and you know just more dominant and hungry so like me being a part of that and just getting to see it you know it was actually a dope experience and I don't think people realize as well and again only because I've had the opportunity to be in you guys's camp here it wasn't like even after accident that he went to through rehab he came back to the the gym was his rehab and that, to mm-hmm. me, is just phenomenal that he had no kind of rehab from the hospital, that it was really just you guys and Derek and training that got him back. Yeah, he came back. And then how he, what he did in that fight against Ugas, he was on point. Yeah, absolutely. It's like you never knew. You, you would have never knew. Nothing happened to him. That's a really good point. Um, Julius uh, asks, uh, what do you remember about beating up Virgil Ortiz and the amateurs? And I just went out there with the mindset, I'm winning. I just I just was fighting. I was just fighting hard. I didn't even know who Virgil was. I just knew I was going to win that, that national tournament, that national golden glove, I mean. that's And what happened in that fight? Tell us about the fight. Uh, like the first round. So it, it was crazy because I was gloving up. I was gloving up at the, the table or whatever. So I get there. I got the Indiana stuff on. So they're like, Indiana, what you still doing here? So I'm like, All right, I'm finna show y'all what I'm doing here. So uh we I glove up or whatever, get in the ring. First round, uh me and Virgil was going. I actually did a double jab two and I uh I got a little flash knockdown against Virgil and from there we just was we just was getting it on. It was yeah. good, good fight. Yeah, that's that's funny. Uh, what do you think about what he's done? Since he's become a I, professional. He doing good. He doing good in his career, you know. He keep doing this thing and keep it up. Uh, Peter asks from Twitter. He says, your footwork is elite. How important is your footwork to your success? It's a big part, you know. I can, I can actually use it a little more. And it may, it may, you know, add more to my game. I don't use it enough as I should, you know. But um, it's, it's, it's a big part of my game. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Brian Custer, and our new podcast partner is Athletic Greens. You know, I started taking Athletic Greens because I wanted more energy, and I got to say, I really love it. Uh, Athletic Greens, it doesn't taste like it's super healthy. It has that really mild kind of tropical taste, and I'm telling you, you're going to like it. So what is Athletic Greens? But I'm going to tell you one delicious scoop of AG1, and you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. And it contains less than one gram of sugar. There are no GMOs and no nasty chemicals or artificial anything at all while still tasting good. And it supports better sleep quality, recovery time, and also supports your mental clarity and alertness. AG1 is a small micro habit of big benefits, and it's the one thing you can do every single day to take care of yourself. And it's lifestyle friendly. So uh, whether you eat keto, paleo, you're vegan, you're dairy-free, or gluten-free, and it costs you less than $3 a day. And additionally, for every purchase, uh, AG1 is donating to organizations to help get nutritious foods 
to kids in need. In fact, no kid hungry here in the U.S. Well, in 2020, Athletic Greens donated 1.2 million to kids. Now, look, we're going to make this thing simple because Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you've got to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash laststand. Again, athleticgreens.com slash laststand. Take ownership of your health and get yourself Athletic Greens. Frank, come to the last segment of the show. We also call it the last dance. I'm going to ask you a series of questions. You just give me the first thing that comes to your mind. You ready? I got you. I got you. All right. Is Frank Martin the future of the lightweight division? Absolutely. I'm determined. You know, um, I'm determined. That's that's the main thing. I'm determined, and I'm going to do what I got to do to get there. You know, when it's fights, when it's fights like this fight that's in front of me, I'm going to go out and I'm going I'm to put on, you know, uh, I'm going to win these fights in spectacular fashion. You know, I don't want to just win by a small margin. I want to dominate. And what do you say to those who say, listen, man, he's no Javante Davis, not Ryan Garcia. Uh, that's not Devin Haney. You say what? Time to tell. You know, I, tur- I-, I turn them into believers. <laughs> Frank Martin aside, in your opinion, who's the best fighter right now at 135 pounds? Right now, I had to... Man, I didn't have I didn't, I didn't have switch ups in, in, in my in what I say. Uh-huh. But man, I have to say like right now, I give it to I give it to Tank. Hmm. I give it to Tank. Hmm. I give it to Tank. Who did you think it was before? At first, last last thing I said, I was like Kimbosas, but I only said that because he had the belts. Right, like, he got all the belts, so Kimbosas. But yeah. when you talk, when you really talk style wise and all of that, I give it to either like I give it to like. The, my top three would be Tank, Tiafimo, and Devin Haney. Mm. And, and now Tiafimo's moving up to 140. Yeah, he yeah. is. He is. Yeah. How would a Frank Martin, Javante Davis fight look like? Oh, that'd be fire. That'd be fire. That'd be fireworks right there. That'd be good. <laughs> hope, hope, hopefully we can get that in the next about about year and a half year. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. I like that. Um, listen, every fighter has that opponent where that opponent's like his coming out party, where people mm-hmm. say, oh, that guy is for real. Your training partner, Errol Spence Jr., it was Kell Brook. When he went to mm-hmm. England and beat Kell Brook, who was the top welterweight at that time, people said, this guy is the goods. In your opinion, who's that guy for Frank Martin? You think when you get in the ring with this guy, people are going to say, oh, okay, I've heard about him. He's for real. I don't know. I don't know. I couldn't even tell you. Yeah. Okay. I couldn't even tell you. Interesting. Interesting. Um, Next question is, you talked about goal. What's your ultimate goal, Frank, in this sport? I want to retire at 54. You know, I'm retire at 154. So, you know, if I can if I can get titles at 35, 40, 47, and 54, that would be 
you know that that's my my ultimate goal. Wow. To be know. a three division champ. Yes. How about that? Um, complete this sentence. Frank Martin will be world champion when? By the end of 2000 and by the end of this year, 2020, I mean 22, or the beginning of next year. Okay. So the end of 2022, beginning of 2023. Yep. Uh, Last but not least, a couple of them. Is Frank Martin the best fighter at 135 that people, a number of people haven't heard of yet? This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I believe so. I believe that I'm, uh, I'm slept on. You know, I'm slept on and I'm, I'm all right with it. You know, uh, I'm going to keep working. And I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna. I'm gonna just prove. You know, I'm gonna show everybody like who I am. You know, and 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 it'll come off of my my performances. You know, everybody will see from there. Last but not least, when we talk about some of the most exciting fighters of the year, will Frank Martin go down as one of the most exciting fighters that 2022 has seen? Yeah, we still got. We still got about two more fights before the end of the year. So I can make that happen. I love it. I love it. Frank Martin, they know him as the ghost, uh, unbeaten, 11 knockouts. It's funny. How would you describe your style? Because you look at what, 15 fights, 11 of them knockouts. And if I'm not mistaken, the last 10 of your fights, you've stopped seven of those guys. So when you watch you fight, you're such a great boxer. How would you describe your style? You got to you got to stay you got to be tuned in. You know, you got to be tuned in to my fights cuz I could be boxing the whole fight and boom, a knockout comes. You know, I could be waiting, I could see the shot early, don't take it. I'm patient. I'm a patient fighter. So I can see the shot and won't take it and boom, as soon as I feel like everything is good, I take a shot, you know. So uh you just got to stay tuned in like when I fight cuz at any moment I can knock a guy out. How'd you get the nickname The Ghost? So uh, 2016, the year that I fought a Virgil in the Uh National Golden Gloves, we was at the, uh, we was in uh, Utah. And at the hotel that we was in, the lights had went off. This was the night before the championship. The lights had went off in the building. So once those lights had went off, uh, our coaches, they put on, everybody had like stopped working out. We was was all working out in this little area. Everybody stopped working out. We was all cutting weight that night though. So once the lights cut off, they put their flashes on on the phones. So once the flashes went on on the phones, I'm in the I'm in the room just running and stuff. And uh, you see my shadows on the wall. See my shadows on the wall and everything. And then 2015 was the first year that I like really came out boxing. That was my first year fighting in the National Golden Gloves, and I had beat uh Abraham Nova. And the judges were just looking at me like. They was looking at me crazy. Like, who is this guy? I just came out of the blue. 
So we just after the 2016 Golden Gloves, we like ghosts. That's the name. <laughs> I love it. Uh, that's fa- that's fantastic. That's a great nickname, man. That is a great nickname. And someone told me the thing that they have most surprised. They said you started boxing late. You, uh, you, they said you're not like these prodigies who start at seven or six years old, eight years old. They said you started late, well into your teens, correct? Yeah, if I was 18. Wow. And, and how? How? I mean, how did it? At 18, did you say, okay, I'm going to start? But how did that all come about? Was in, I was playing football and wrestling, got in some trouble uh, senior year, ended up losing my football, football and wrestling scholarships, and was just kind of lost trying to find myself. And uh, I'm like, I'm like, I'm a box. I was just talking to myself, like, what I'm going to do? I'm like, I'm a box. So I ended up just, like, getting signing up because I wanted to fight when I was younger. My mom, she wasn't going for it. So uh, as soon as I hit 18, I signed up on my own. And I just, I'm like, I'm going to put my all into it. And I just been going with it since. Wow. That's great stuff, man. That is great stuff. Uh, that's and, and so originally from Indianapolis, reared in Detroit or vice versa? No, I was born in Detroit. And I was, I was like raised in Fort Wayne, Indiana. And I moved to Indianapolis at when I had like started boxing when I was 18. Which one do you rep more Detroit or Indy? Uh, about the same. About the same. Right? About, the, about the same. Yeah. <laughs> well, I tell you what folks, when they, you talk- be, they be pulling me. They be I'm pulling sure me. they do. They, 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 both, of them, <laughs> both of them try to claim you trying to claim. No, yeah. he's ours. He's ours. <laughs> <laughs> folks. When you watch the 135 pound division, this young man here is going to be one of the best. Trust me. And that's why we got him on here, because you need to know about the ghost, Frank Martin. Hey, best of luck on Showtime Championship Boxing, man, June Appreciate 18th. You. Appreciate you. Appreciate that's, you. That's what we do here on The Last Stand. We bring you the biggest names in the sport. And at 135, you're going to hear a lot about Frank Martin. Thanks for watching, everybody. We'll see you again next week. Official everyone on the internet is possessed. The world is weird. We will investigate unexplained phenomena. It's a bit convenient, isn't it? There's something happening in the world that is evil. God is here. And the devil is too. What the hell? What happened? Religion. Evil. New season June 12th. Then season one and two now exclusively on Paramount Plus. Comfortable living in a hot dog. It's still way better than your house, kitty. I can't do this anymore, ma'am. If you won't listen to me, then I really don't have a choice. So you're running away? South Park, the streaming wars. Now streaming. Okay, well, I'll see ya. Bye, honey. Kiss. Exclusively on Paramount Plus.